Welcome back. Joining me as we take a look at the day's markets action is Magwe Masilela from Magwe Fund Managers. Thanks so much for your time, Magwe. Quite a lot that markets are digesting today, and one of them being a China's growth target of around 5% that's been set for the year. And of course, this comes after they missed that growth target of 5.5% last year. What are you making of that? I saw that City said that it was modest, and then you also had UBS actually upgrading their forecast from 4.9% to 5.4%. So what are you making of that target right now? I think it's wise of them. You know, as we said, they missed the target of 5.5, and they only had a growth of 3%. We know it's all because of those lockdowns, the zero COVID policy. But as we see that other markets are not doing that well, for the fact that we expect that other economies might either have a, a soft landing or probably maybe might have what we call a mild recession, then that in a way is going to affect in China because China has been selling to the world. So I think they've been very cautious by putting it at 5 percent but yes markets be markets for the fact that we expected a better number hence we see disappointment you can even see that when it comes to the oil price itself because remember when it comes to the recovery uh, hopes we're all pinning all those things on china that with china reopening then definitely we expect to see some recovery coming out of there and you can see the likes of bread crude starting to serve out of that but markets anyway being markets they think after some time they'll be able to adjust to that and live with that five percent and hey five percent is not too bad yeah it's very good um i don't even want to talk about um that versus south africa's <laughs> economic growth but yeah you're right it's been quite interesting seeing the reaction from the markets especially when you look at commodities we did see uh, that commodities uh, that resources 10 complex uh, today slumping almost two and a half percent Let's take a look at the company news that came out today. So Bidvest coming out with interim results there, that share price skyrocketing about 15%, revenue up 14%, trading profit up 14%, HIPS gaining 15.3%, dividend 15% higher than the prior period. They talk about strong organic growth and market share. And I mean, just for a company that's, com that's considered as the bellwether for the South African economy, really seems that they're doing way better than the South African economy, don't you think? Definitely. And I think for the fact that they are more diversified, they are uh, revenue coming all over, you know, it's not only depending on SA, but yeah, you are right. I mean, agriculture doing well, mining doing well, tourism starting to pick up as well, and also renewable energy. And they guys expect that even going forward, they should be able to continue to benefit out of that. And yeah, revenue up nicely, 14%, profit as headline earnings per share up just over 15%, and also they are, what you call it, the interim dividend up by 15 percent yeah. it's only normal for them to reward shareholders yeah indeed well let's look at another company uh, going to food actually two companies that came out with numbers today and that's avi and rcl foods i actually just want to start off with uh, avi markets not really reacting positively that there that share price down uh, almost four percent you really looked at those numbers and as you drilled down more to the bottom line uh, things just got Less optimistic. So revenue up 7.2%, gross profit up 7.8%, but then you get to operating profit down or up just 1.7%. Headline earnings up tepidly 0.7%. What are you making of, of that, of, of those numbers and just those challenges that AVI is facing right now and obviously their, their ability to recover some of the cost pressures that they are experiencing? 
I think it's a very clear reflection of a South African story because you've got a consumer who's been struggling because of low trading, high inflation, high unemployment, high interest rates. And remember, low trading also impacted them because I think the direct operating costs of low trading are taking plus minus 22 million. And when it comes to the likes of IGI, we know high fuel prices had an impact. We also know that because of the lockdowns in China, they had a very mixed abundant uh, sale that was not good for them and also low trading had an impact. But yeah, as it is, this tells you that what is happening with consumers per come Remember, this economy is more than 60% driven by consumer demand. So the likes of AVI are a very clear reflection of a struggling, a struggling SA consumer. Yeah. And then you go to RCL Foods. On the revenue line, They uh, that growth was better than AVI. But then you look at headline earnings per share down 22.4%. Um, also EBITDA down 8.9%. Uh, what are you making of RCL right now and how they're navigating this environment? Hence, the guys are not paying us an interim dividend. And I think they were taken mainly down by Rainbow. And yeah. we know Rainbow had to struggle because of high food costs. We know that also the chilling had an impact there as well. Also, we know other inflationary pressures. And even if the guys managed to increase some of the prices and volumes, but they were not sufficient enough to be able to take care of those high input costs. And also their logistic business, because of cost pressures, the likes of fuel, diesel, they've been going at that had a very significant impact. But look at their groceries. They managed to maintain or sustain their market share, even though the price increases and volumes were not sufficient. But sugar still keeps them going, you know, because it's the one that seemingly is doing okay. And don't forget the strikes when it comes to the baking sector as well. So that also had a negative impact for them. But yeah, generally, it just also indicates a struggling South African consumer. Just quickly, Marco, before we get to your stock pick, because I looked at Trillidor's numbers and uh, they didn't seem too good. Revenue down 3.6%, headline earnings per share down 0.4%, but that share price was up about 12%. What's going on there? And not paying us an interim dividend. Remember, they lost the appeal at the constitutional court where they had to reinstate 41 guys. But fortunately, they made a provision. And I think out of that, they reinstated 30, then 11 decided to take some retrenchment packages. And out of the provision that they've allocated, I think it was just over 32 million. They only used 31 million. Okay. And yes, they're also operating in an environment where we've seen people changing their spent uh, allocation because of all this electricity or water disruptions. People are locating more money into that instead of security. Yeah, so investors, they're really seeing an opportunity there with the bulls coming back and uh, with that share price gaining about 12%. Mark, well, let's get to your stock pick for today. I think I'll go with... Uh, Liberty two degrees. I mean, I think I like the fact that you see that the owners of Botsabe are exposed to outdated townships. Also, the likes of Melrose Arch, nice exposure to the high LSM. But look at their retail occupancy sitting at almost 98%. Balance sheet very strong. We've booked to value of almost 24.4%, which is excellent. Managed to increase their distribution per share by almost 7% yearly. And we've seen that when it comes to their revenue and profit, they say, and in per share, they were up nicely 9%. So I think this still have some legs to run on. Ah, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for your insights today, Markwe. That was Markwe Masilela from Markwe Fund Managers.